0: Remember as a kid how difficult it was learning to ride a bike? It's like, hey, here's this fun thing you should learn, but it only has two wheels, and you can't really stay balanced on it, and good luck if you're on a hill. But wait, hold on, hold on, don't do it without a helmet. Why do I need a helmet? Well, you're probably going to bust your head if you don't wear one. Um, what? Okay. And here's some elbow pads. What? For for, for what? Well, you're probably going to fall a few times. And this will help in case it's, you know, too serious. Seriously? I thought this was supposed to be fun. What were they thinking? Learning anything new will always have its challenges, no matter what age. But those life lessons, which seemed difficult then, are things that we laugh about now. Riding a bike, tying your shoes, learning to drive. But one thing we're never taught is how to cope with stress. Why is something so important so overlooked? Everyone generally knows the warning signs when our bodies are telling us we're under too much stress, but what to do about it is rarely taught, which means it's usually swept under the rug and never mentioned. Why is that? We know how to cook three or four meals, make two or three cocktails even, but when it comes to stress or anxiety, we panic and completely shut down and Just hope it never comes back, but spoiler alert, it always does. So I want to teach you two life lessons and what to do with stress. We don't hope our shoes tie themselves or hope that the mobile phone service doesn't get turned off. We've learned over the years how to lace up a pair of Nikes or that we need to pay the phone bill. But not having an instinctual go-to when panic creeps in isn't just paralyzing, it can be life-threatening. There are numerous ways of calming the storm, but today I'm going to share my two favorites. So, grab a pen, find somewhere quiet, and let's learn some calm. I'm Chad Lawson, and let's calm it down in three 2 1 Number 1 Breathe I know I know we've all heard it and for the most part we ignore it It's too simple we think how is breathing really going to make anything better Everyone is telling you to do something that you do all day long without thinking about it But it's how to breathe. That's all the difference and why to breathe. More specifically, what's known as coherent breathing. There are numerous YouTube videos on this subject, but when you inhale, your heart rate increases. And when you exhale, your heart rate decreases. I'm gonna say that again. When you inhale, your heart rate increases, and when you exhale, your heart rate decreases. Try it out, it's actually quite fun. If you've listened to the early episodes of Calm It Down, you'll know I love the five-one-five technique. Breathing in for five seconds, holding it for a second, and then breathing out for five seconds. Not big breaths, just little breaths, and just enough to not be uncomfortable. So when you do this, you bring into sync the rate which you breathe, your blood pressure, and your heart rate. They all become in sync, which then tells the brain to produce more alpha waves which is associated with meditation and calm and peacefulness. It's incredible what the body will do if we just simply let it. Studies have shown that the increased production of alpha brainwaves can not only reduce stress and anxiety, but allows us to maintain focus. It's incredible. This is the opposite of fight or flight. It's what they actually call rest and digest. I personally like placing one hand on my heart and the other on my belly, noticing the rise and fall of each. If you're feeling the breath more in your chest, try to direct your breathing downward, filling up your belly and then letting it fall again. Let's try the 515 together. Come on, do it with me. Slowly, we're gonna breathe in. Here we go, let's slowly breathe in for five, four, three, two, one, hold. Slowly breathe out, five, four, three, two, one. That was so good. Honestly, it's so easy. Remind yourself next time when you begin to feel the onset to stop and remember five, one, five. Depending on the severity, it may help to go through this a few times, but it's easy, it's calming, and most importantly, it can be done literally anywhere, anytime. Number two, visualize it. Think about the last time you felt completely calm. Was it when you were surrounded by nature? Did you enjoy a delicious meal with friends? Or was it just a quiet night at home, reading a book or watching TV? Close your eyes and think about that moment. Then think about how your body felt relaxed, comfortable, not stressed out, not anxious. Now imagine yourself in that peaceful setting. If there were no deadlines to meet, what would you be doing right now? Who would you surround yourself with? How does your body feel as you imagine this scene playing out in front of you? Is there background noise or music playing softly? Is there some fragrance wafting through the air? Close your eyes and find a moment that was truly yours. And somewhere or sometime, you've always found comfort. For me, it's tucked away in the hiking trails of the Blue Ridge Mountains. Or, no surprise, sitting at my piano. So during stressful times, I close my eyes and I imagine that hike or that time at the piano. As you visualize this peaceful moment, feel yourself sinking in more deeply. Not only do you imagine what you'd be doing if there are no deadlines to meet, but you imagine your body feeling calm and relaxed. You might even start breathing more slowly and deeply or notice that your muscles are loosening up now that the stress is beginning to soften. Maybe there's a nice breeze flowing through where you are right now. Take note of how your body feels after calming down with visualization. Interestingly enough, this exercise can help show us what brings us peace in our lives, which can make it easier for us to reduce anxiety in our day-to-day. They can also highlight certain aspects of our life that are missing. Healthy relationships, time to relax, maybe a good meal with a friend, so that we can work towards creating more balance and harmony in our lives so we aren't swept up in anxiety all the time. Not everything learned in life needs to move mountains. Remember that. Not everything learned in life needs to move mountains. If you think of some of the most important things you've learned as a child and have held on to, I hope, don't touch the stove, stop, drop, and roll, don't eat yellow snow, these are now common sense, but at one point, Someone, somewhere, was curious why snow was a different color in various places. But all to say, the world is, unfortunately, a scary place, and there's no shortage of things that can add stress to your life. Work, school, relationships, the cookie jar being empty. But now, you have two very easy and very effective ways to quiet the storm. Think of these two tips as uh, an umbrella during a heavy rainfall. I can't promise you that this will shelter you from the most raging hurricanes in life, as those storms are best fought with a professional at your side. And if you need a list of some of those professionals, visit CometDownPodcast.com and you'll find them there. But I want to leave you with this. In 1597, Sir Francis Bacon said, Knowledge itself is power. And now you have the power inside of you to calm the mind, steady the nerves, and lift your chin. And that knowledge is something that no one, no moment can ever take away.